Hello, America, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and here I am once again to bring you the knowledge, the facts, and the truth that I'm picking up on my journey on the way, because it's our job to share shit with each other, give each other tips and tricks on how to live life. You know what I'm saying? Little tips and tricks here and there, in case I was there before you got there, and I would expect the same in return. You know, I had a conversation with a guy. Um, you know, I, when I'm talking to people, and it gets, I, I like to stay aware of what day it is. I deal with a lot of people. I meet people on a daily basis, so um, you kind of get a lot of practice at interacting with people, different personalities, different backgrounds, different times of day which is a fucking variable, right? And how that interaction is going to go um, all day long, all day long and every single day. So you just develop a skill set. Some people are fucking, some people are dog shit at talking to other people. You ever talk to someone and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, have they ever spoken to another human before? And it's because uh, human interaction is, seems to have become a lot more difficult to, have right people's anxiety and social situations is probably at an all-time high especially after being locked up in your house for a whole fucking a lot longer than we thought we would right people are getting back into the workspace um but i was talking to a guy i was like hey what's going on bro guy i see all the time at the gym uh what you got going on this weekend this is going to the movies see the new james bond awesome i saw a gq uh article the other day and a picture of daniel craig Rocking a fucking powder blue double-breasted suit. Fit him like a dream. And I was just like, damn, man. <clears throat> this guy is right off the rack. He can walk into a store, put a suit on, 50 Italian. Um, and all he probably has to do is maybe get the fucking pants hemmed and get the buttonholes open so he could do one of those little... Leave one of the buttons open so you know that shit is legit, right? Boom, right there. Nice watch. Watches. Still practicing. I'm becoming a watch enthusiast, everybody. Um, Yeah, so I saw this cool picture and I was like, damn, man. I like GQ. I like GQ. I used to get the magazines. I used to have a stack of magazines on the table just like accumulating all these papers, all this trash, because that's eventually what it becomes. But I don't know, because I think there's some classic issues that come out that maybe you want to archive them and keep them. It's like how back in the day guys would keep Playboys, and now you see them in, like, vintage stores. You'll see these classic old Playboys and shit like that, right? Like that, that, I think there's got to be some collector issues of some GQs, right? Some style guides. But anyway, so a lot of weddings coming up. So I like to look at these magazines like, how am I going to look at this wedding? Because I'm not going to show up not looking fly. You know what I mean? So it's cool to get inspiration from that. I don't know. I like that shit. So dude told me he was going to watch James Bond. And James Bond kept coming up. Kept coming up today among people that I was talking to. A bunch of people are going to see that movie. Shit, I want to see it. I just watched Skyfall uh, a couple weeks ago. Fun movie. James Bond movies are fun. Right, he's gonna always get get a girl in the beginning. She's probably gonna die, right? He's gonna kill somebody in the beginning. They're definitely gonna die. Um, there's gonna be a problem that it looks like he's in a bind. He's gonna get out of it, right? And then at the end, he looks like he's gonna retire, 
And then something happens right at the very end where he's probably not, right? And then hence the fucking long, never-ending series of James Bond movies giving people an opportunity to be the next James Bond. I think it's very cool. Um, So my dude said he's going to the movies to watch it. And it made me think about the movie experience. You know, um, and one day me and my wife went to Nighthawk. And it's one of these movie theaters where it's in Brooklyn, this one in particular that we went to. It's one of these movie theaters that there's like a little table by where you're sitting watching the movie. And they serve food. They serve drinks like cocktails and shit like that, which sounded cooler than it actually was before we went. Now, I know people that love this shit. I know people that love going to the fucking Alamo and having somebody serving them food. Like, you know, and my dude said this fucking thing to me earlier that I couldn't agree with more. He said, eating nachos in the dark is fucking gross. And I was like, you know what? That's actually hilarious. And that's not even my reason that I don't like do I don't like this type of movie theater setup. The reason I don't like this movie theater setup is because it's just distracting to me. There's a guy walking around in between the aisles while you're trying to pay attention to the movies. I'm pretty easily fucking distracted too. And I think it's one of those things where I could either say I'm easily distracted or I'm just very aware of my surroundings, you know? I think that's a beneficial thing when you're fucking maneuvering through a city. Some people get mugged and robbed and pickpocketed. Not me, because I'm aware of my surroundings all the fucking time. At least as much as possible. Um, And we were watching It Chapter 2 when we went. Which was not a great fucking movie, if I'm being honest, right? And I don't know if it's because when I first saw... Uh, Tim Curry was it, was it the original It I think it was Tim Curry When I first saw the original It movie um, It terrified me But I was also a child And now I've watched So many horror movies That I'm desensitized To a level where Maybe The movie was never going to scare me at all There's a couple of jumps I feel like those jump scenes are like key for like getting that horror movie experience heart rate goes up you're like holy shit you're kind of getting a little bit anxious you never know when it's going to happen but you know the build-up is coming so there was a part in the movie where we're sitting there and it's real quiet like some shit is about to happen obviously you know how it goes and this dude fucking brushes past me and i jumped out of my seat because i got so fucking scared in the middle of the movie. And I just don't think that's... I don't think we should be doing that. I don't think... Or at least at certain parts of the movie... These fucking guys that are coming up to your table... Can I get you another one, sir? Shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like when you're on an airplane... And the fasten your seatbelt sign comes on... They should have like a thing for them on the side. Like don't fuck with the people watching the movie... Until this part passes. You know what I mean? I guess that would mean they would have to hire somebody to be to be ready anytime something like that was about to happen. But honestly, if they're going to enhance the experience, whatever it takes, fuck those movie theaters. I like a regular classic movie theater experience. You know, I like a cup holder on my seat. I like the fucking armrest to go up and down. And I like the seat to recline a little bit, but not so much where I'm going to absolutely pass out. Right? 
There was a, I remember growing up in the Bronx, this dude said to me, you know, they're putting like dirty needles in the seats in the movie theater. And I'm just like, yo, why the fuck would someone do that? Right? Like, why would we live in a world where someone would, and it has a, has a, a, a tag attached to it when you sit on it after it stabs you in the ass and it says, welcome to the real world, you have HIV. I swear to God, I'll never forget this. I was in second grade. Some kid scared the shit out of me and said this to me. And I'm like, why the fuck would people do shit like this, right? And the crazy thing is I never saw it happen, right? Never actually saw it happen. I saw a lot of shit. Um, didn't see that one. Thank goodness, because that shit is, that's, 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 you know. And I wouldn't put it past people to do that, but it sucks. So, so the new James Bond is coming out. I think it's really cool. Um, I like Daniel Craig. I like how brutally he beats the shit out of people as James Bond. And I was talking to a guy and he said, yeah, you know, I think he's a great Bond, but he's a little older. The guy, he said, I think Sean Connery is the best Bond. And I have to agree. I think Sean Connery is, but Sean Connery is suave and smooth and he uses his brain. You know, he's not necessarily going to be aggressively, brutally beating the shit out of somebody like Jason Bourne, right? Like a fucking MMA fighter. Like, Daniel Craig is whooping dudes' asses, which I love. I love that shit. I think that's really cool. You know, my favorite types of dudes growing up were always, all right, he gets the girl, but also he's tough, right? I was never really a huge fan of the guy who gets the girl, but everybody else is whooping his ass. I always thought that was kind of lame. So, I, you know, Daniel Craig kind of has that best of both worlds. And he loses, too. And, he, and, you know, he gets put in tight spots. But uh, I just like the way... I mean, it's fun. It's a fun experience. And I think, depending on the era and generation you grew up in and what you gravitate towards, that's going to be your bond, Right? If you're a Bond person, get with the Bond program, baby. Um, yeah, I like. Uh, I grew up in an era where all the music I listened to was pretty fucking, you know, talked about being tough and shit. So when I see that, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I thought it was cool the way they. Uh, when I first saw Casino Royale, I thought Casino Royale was a really good movie. The scene in the bathroom. Well, he's fighting the dude in the beginning of the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, you've had plenty of time. So this is not a spoiler. This is a you should be fucking ashamed of yourself because this movie is awesome. This is a great film. I highly recommend it. You should absolutely check it out. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong, right? It's it's just it, it, it always just is what it is. They're a little cheesy, they're a little corny, and you know what to expect, so it's a good time. That's how escapism should be, you know? You should be able to, like, take your mind off of all the shit that's going on in the world. Because, honestly, there's... I always say it's always so fucking easy to find bad news or find something to piss you off. Or find something to make you mad at your friends because, you know... For some reason, everybody's just so goddamn... Somebody's become like a political activist all of a sudden. And you're like, man, that's crazy. I didn't know that you cared that much about this, right? But it's so much so that people like to make each other feel bad for having uh, opposing opinions. Weirdest shit in the world to me. So I got a new way that I am approaching life. And my new way of approaching life... I saw this thing the other day and it said... 
Self-care is refusing to argue with people who are committed to misunderstanding me, right? And I thought about that, and I've thought about it for days, to be honest. I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it. And I just thought, that's, that's huge. Because the level of fire that builds up inside of your chest... And I don't know if you're familiar with that feeling, but you probably are. The level of fire that builds up in your chest when someone is trying to argue with you about something that you're both not going to ever agree on. It's hard to not like fight back, right? It's hard. But the best thing I think to do in that situation is to just go, you know what? Never thought of it that way. That's interesting. Change the subject. Leave the room. Um, and it doesn't have to come to anything other than fuck it. Just, you don't also have to hang out with that person. Right. And it's just like rising above, like, um, just stay in your own lane then. Right. Just, we're not going to always see eye to eye, but I just find like, it's really mind boggling to me and you get a long ride, right? I had a long ride home to think about how um how much cancel culture how powerful these motherfuckers are these motherfuckers are so powerful that it's like you really when you see like legendary motherfuckers start being that concerned with being canceled or being called out or being in trouble for just saying stuff that's when you know this shit is like really swung far in the other direction. And the thing is, you uh, there's no point really almost, I guess, in complaining about it because this is the younger generation, right? It's like maybe am I just becoming the way that I'm thinking is fucking just not going <laughs> to be like people are going to look at me like I'm fucking insane now all of a sudden, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting time, but all you can do is just grow in and honestly try to be agreeable as you can. And, you know, if you don't fuck with something, you don't really have to, I guess, but whatever. So anyway, all I'm saying is we got a lot of weddings coming up, right, because of COVID stopping people's weddings. So now all these people are getting married. And a lot of people get married on the same day. So how do you choose which wedding to go to? Here is the top tips and tricks for picking the wedding to go to. First of all, if you are going to want people to go to your wedding when you eventually get married, unless you don't believe in marriage, um, then you got to go to their wedding. Because then, you know, those people will end up going to your wedding. Um which wedding is going to have better food, right? Do these people have taste? Is this wedding going to have a live band? Are they going to make you travel to their wedding? Because if they are, maybe you fucking can't make it, right? Times are hard out here. Um, How much do you like the people? How long have you known them? Because you could have known somebody for a long time, and that could mean you don't want to go to their wedding because you've already exhausted the point the level at which, like, you guys are friends, and now you kind of are just annoyed by them. You know that familiarity? You know when you know somebody from afar, and you think they're really fucking cool? And then, 
as you get closer to them, they start to kind of just become a pain in the ass, and you realize that they are they are they aren't really that cool at all. They're kind of worthless, and they don't do shit with their lives. Like it's funny how people look like they have their shit together from a distance. It's always funny to me, um, but it's also eye opening, right? Because we compare ourselves to other people so much, and you get to know somebody, and you're like, oh, I don't have to be so hard on myself about my own shortcomings because I'm not the only one who's working hard to get somewhere and I'm not where I want to be yet, right? That's a positive way to spin it, you know? That's the kind of shit that's going to get you on a day-to-day basis in a good mental like headspace because you're able to flip it and be optimistic about what's ahead rather than fucking stewing in this negativity where you're sitting there feeling like you're just not good enough right oh there's a lot of people that um aren't where they want to be either but they're working towards a goal that's fine right the issue is there's just so many it it gets difficult and there's so many outside opinions influencing you and sometimes you got to be able to say fuck you to the people around you that are giving you their input especially if you didn't ask for it on what you're doing with your life, right? So so I want you to stand up and I want you to do something for you today, right? Take care of yourself. Do something to make you happy. If that's eat some ice cream, if that's buy a new pair of shoes, buy them. They're sitting in your shopping cart right now, buy them. I wonder if this is gonna make somebody buy something, right? That'd be fucking cool. Um, Influence, that's what influence is. I don't know what um, the title of influencer entails. I remember younger being out and about and people be like, oh, what do you do? It's one of the first questions people ask you. What do you do? Everybody's got to do something. Some people don't do shit. Some people are really good at making it look like they do shit, though. Um, but now you influencers are thinking, oh, I'm an influencer. Huh. Just like in general, right? Yeah, just uh, in general well what do you influence people to do um influence people to take pictures of themselves often smile a lot uh i take tiktok videos of myself where i'm lip syncing my voice with someone else talking i saw like one that was kind of i don't know that was a thing by the way i saw this tiktok um of a girl who I used to work with who's a mom in her 30s and I thought it was really fucking funny and also kind of bold that she would just have TikTok, right? That's my opinion. Thought, you know, TikTok seems like to me like it's for <laughs> younger people. Like I can't touch TikTok, right? Like that shit's for kids to me. And if I got on it, I feel like I wouldn't use it or I wouldn't use it correctly. I would be on it just being annoyed. And I've seen some funny shit too. Right, I love the Steve Harvey Family Feud videos. My wife shows them to me all the time. They're fucking hilarious. Um, but I saw this one, and it was this this white girl doing this black voice, and she was crushing it. She was like lip syncing her her voice. Is it lip syncing when you're not singing? She was lip talking. She was lip talking her voice with this like super black lady voice, and she was crushing it. But I was like, I wonder if somebody got mad at her for this. I was just interesting because 
everybody gets mad at everybody for everything. I personally, as a black man, saw this video and didn't give a shit. I thought, wow, she's doing, she's doing that pretty well. But uh, it's funny the people who decide to get upset about that kind of shit. And honestly, I'd like to go, why? Well, because it's it's just offensive because that's not really what she is. Yeah, but I mean, like, actors do it all the time. I got a funny story for you guys. I'm going to let you guys go after this, right? I'm going to fucking let you go. So we're at the airport. We're in Albuquerque. First of all, when I get to Albuquerque, New Mexico, wife's doing fine, by the way. Surgery went well. It was quick. Um, she's good. I get to Albuquerque. I get picked up by an Uber driver and taken to a hotel. I'll say... 15 to 20 minutes away from the airport I get in this man's car And anytime you go out of state And you get in an Uber The fucking Uber driver is usually pretty chatty This guy grew up in Albuquerque his whole life Never been to New York Um, And he is going through a divorce And he's stoked about it And he said yeah Starting a new life And you know still looks You know he's in his 40s Looks good Looks like he could probably fucking you know, get him a nice, nice new lady to hang out with or whatever. I don't know. That's what it seems like he's looking for. But uh, he's got kids and shit. I started learning a lot about this guy. And my favorite part of this, was he's like, he's like, oh, they filmed Breaking Bad over there. Those two mountains over there are just dormant volcanoes. Like, he's just giving me a tour. And then we pass by a Chipotle. And he goes, we actually just got this new restaurant here, Chipotle. Have you heard of it? And I thought he was joking, right? I'm like, I'm from New York. Like, we've had Chipotle for a long fucking time, right? Um, and so that blew my mind. And then another thing, which, you know, what's funny is I actually ate Chipotle today. Um, it was very good. Double chicken. I love how they tell, they like, just so you know, this is extra, it depends on what you're wearing, how hard they try to tell you it's extra, I think. Like if I'm in there and I'm not and I'm looking like a little disheveled, which is rare to never, to be honest with you, because I fucking present myself in the public. Like I'm like if you can see me, best believe I'm usually looking my best. All right? That's just how I do it. You don't have to do it like that. That's how I do it. Unless I'm like Still drenched in sweat from a workout. I'm likely in tip-top condition. That's just me. Not bragging, just stating a fact. Um, but if you're in, if I'm in like gym clothes or some shit, yeah, just so you know it's extra. Like you think I don't have money, and then I jump over the counter and I usually choke the person to death. And then, but if I'm in like regular, if I'm like looking like an adult, and I'm in a and I got a watch on and shit. They don't tell you. They just assume that you can afford to pay for the extra. Um, but yeah, so on the on the way back, uh, my wife is she's recovering and she needed a wheelchair at the airport so we can get her from gate to gate. And it's funny because, you know, she's usually very considerate of how people are going to react, you know, and she works with a lot of younger people. Um, so she's like up on all the new shit, you know, because I'm at an age where all the people that I grew up with are kind of mad about cancel culture and stuff and are, you know, it was ingrained in us to like look for dirty, offensive shit to be entertaining. Like that's just like what we love. Right. And so she's, she's, you know, she's respectful. 
unlike myself. No, I'm respectful too. And she goes, we get to the gate. She goes, <laughs> she goes, did they call the wheelchair people already? And I couldn't believe she said that loud enough for people to hear it. And yes, they had called the wheelchair people already, quote unquote. But I just was, it, I just started laughing and I just took it as an opportunity to make fun of my wife. And also just being in a stressed out, I just had surgery. I'm in pain. I'm uncomfortable. And all I want to do is go home. I get it. Sometimes we get frustrated. Um, was it funny to me? Yes. Would it have been funny to a quote unquote wheelchair person? Probably not. Unless they had a sense of humor, you know? And then they started making fun of us for being able to walk around on our own two legs. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, it ended up being a, a nice, smooth flight home. And she's doing well. And she's getting better and better every day. And she will be dancing and doing backflips in no time, which I'm very happy about. So, guys, thank you all for tuning in once again. Um, I hope you have a great day wherever you're going. Fucking smile. Spread love. Spread love and spread kindness. And try to understand somebody rather than cut them down and get upset at them for having a different opinion than you do, right? That's all, all right? Have a great day. Be awesome. Take care of yourselves and the people you love. Later.